Hello. Hi. Welcome to Emotional Support. Um, I'm very excited to have my first married couple. Oh. Or couple in general or two people in one room. Wow. So it's always been one guest. It's always been one guest. We've done this together a few times now, and I... uh, I really enjoy do you do, really? doing things with her. Yeah. Do you find that you learn more about Mahaley in settings like this? Yeah, I think there's something special about the podcast setting because you ask interviewee questions. You have an intention of curiosity. Like it's everyone's collectively focused. It's like group therapy. <laughs> you know, it's like it honestly is. Everyone's yeah. headed in the same direction and the goal is to keep heading in that direction. And, you know, that kind of texture is not like, normal conversation is much more kind of meandering mm-hmm. right? uh so yeah you always end up I, at least I, I always end up learning i even find just like interviewing friends mm-hmm. that i'm even some of them are my like closest best friends and they'll come on the show and i'll learn so much more about them oh. that i didn't mm-hmm. know and mm-hmm. i don't know if it's because you're hiding behind a mic and you can't really hear it that well because you got earphones on i don't know what it is but there's something very therapeutic about it yeah. and very much like a group therapy session or like an aa or al-anon like it just feels like you can open up and and say a lot well look i mean like we all have friends who are on podcasts and things and like i get so excited when it's like someone i know i hear them on a podcast Mm -hmm. because to your point i learned so much more about that person because we don't ask each other interview questions Mm -hmm. in real life no no i've learned i have i have so many friends where i feel like i've learned more about them in some random 45 minute podcast yeah than i did in knowing them for 10 years yeah Mm mm-hmm and Which is pretty just, wild if you think about it. Yeah, and especially when you come on ones where it's specifically like about mental health mm-hmm. or emotions or just even it's something kind of inherently a introspective. Show. Yeah. yeah, totally. And it's yeah. just a little bit deeper, and you learn that much more. Mm-hmm. I think that's why people love podcasts. I think that's why I love it's them. Such yeah, it's just a format that lends itself. I to would say Mahaley learns more about me deeper. though, because she, she doesn't really ask really? me questions. Yeah, you because know, she, she doesn't. We don't talk about me that much in our relationship. <laughs> So it's like a really good opportunity. I don't know why I feel. I am not even living in a room with you, but I Mm -hmm. just, I feel that you and I are very similar Mm -hmm. in the sense where um, we don't think people ask us enough about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Even though people are probably like, oh God, there goes Alessandra and Ravi, like, Mm -hmm. oh, woe is me. But it's never enough. Take up a lot of space. Yeah, it's never never enough. I understand your pain. And I understand why you might think that because (laughs) from the outside, I'm like the gregarious, like, you take up a lot of space. But what people don't understand is that when we get home, uh, a different switch clicks in both of us. Like, I become very introspective. (laughs) And she becomes, or not introspective, I become like an introvert, I mean, and she becomes... um, The lady of the house. What's the word? Bossy. (laughs) And loud, very loud. (laughs) She's constantly talking. It's crazy. She talks so much. Do you guys feel like your persona of a marriage outside of your home, for instance, is very different than what it really is? Because I know that you're saying this, right? Mm-hmm. That she's the mm-hmm. unquote-unquote bossy one. But yeah. do you really feel that everything completely changes behind closed doors? Everything doesn't completely change, but there is a bit of a shift. I mean, she is, she, she does kind of run things mm-hmm. in a right. way that I think people. <laughs> This bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, she kind of is. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she's the smartest of the room, but I'm also not not saying that she's the smartest no, of the she's, room right now. She's got like, look, she has like eight therapists living inside her head who are all like Indian slash Jewish. Yeah, and so oh, definitely like, they Jewish. all should definitely be Jewish. in therapy. <laughs> yeah, but they're also the therapist. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she also has eight litigators. In a separate room, and and that no would be room. your daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things to tell people is when when, when Mahaley and I first started uh, dating, she was very passive and uh, kind of deferential. Oh, and so you thought, or so and, you thought, jokes and, on you. And to the point where my <laughs> friends are like, "She seems nice, but she doesn't really talk." And I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, "Hey," and and even with me, she was like, "Whatever you want to do," and this and that. And I was like, "Hey." Um, you know, I really like you, but you know, this isn't gonna really work if unless we kind of share power in right. the relationship. And you know, I need you to advocate for yourself. I need you to tell me what, like that's you really needed Beyonce. That's yeah, I don't to your Jay Z is what you're <laughs> really yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, without the money and fame, sure. <laughs> yeah. um, 
But I was like, you know, like I need you to stand up for yourself. Like you need to have space in the relationship because I'm already a loud, forceful yeah. person. And um, there was, you know, I could have done that better because it, it turns out like I created a monster. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> or do you think that you finally found your match? He I found, found his match. match. He found his match. Yeah. I, I mean, match. it's all trickery. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She like was like a little leprechaun. She put a little <laughs> spell on you. Oh, she yeah. came back and she was like, surprise. Like, surprise. Yeah. Everything's no. under the rainbow. No, the courts would definitely say that I was, uh, I was <laughs> brought into a, a deal that was misrepresented. <laughs> but wait, now let's just Likewise. be honest. Likewise. <laughs> Likewise. Your daughter really is the boss in the relationship yeah. of your life. No, she's the worst she's parts of both of us. She's the boss. Oh she's, she's like just she's hours like, of she's like Mahaley levels of like perfectly beautiful, and then she's Aww. and then she's like my levels of like the thirstiness that is entirely premised on not being beautiful at all. Like so, she's like gonna be so narcissistic. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a problem. You know, I see parts of like I don't know her, but I know her enough through videos because mm-hmm. I feel like he. If anyone wants to see the best, posts. yeah. It is amazing. She's like the funniest child I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But I see so, so much funny. of myself in her. Yeah, well, she's she's, she's so funny. She there. is hours of entertainment. Hours. She is exhausting. Exhausting. Yeah. My mom. I was just telling the story that my mom thought she was going to have like four kids, and I came out, and six months later, she was like closing up shop. <laughs> like shop is closed. Yeah. I have enough children uh-huh. for the world. Well, we might be in yeah. a similar situation. Yeah. It's a lot. She doesn't want any more kids, she's I think, a, because of Amelie. Yeah. Well, not because of her. Like, uh, she's obviously fantastic and wonderful. But she's just, my, I think my mom describes it best. My mom describes her as a very intense child. And she is a very intense child. Intense in what way? Oh, a lot of ways. Like she, um, she she asks a lot really of questions. She makes a lot of inquisitive thinker. Mm-hmm. Um, very inquisitive. She requires she a lot of attention. Requires and yeah. God bless my wife. She's also not good at not giving attention. Mm. So mm. that's a that's a that's a tough. Every uh, moment with her is really hands on. She is good yeah. about playing with her son. I mean, she's about to be three. So like, there's certain levels of independence she has that she didn't have, you know, two years ago. But right. Yeah. She just requires a lot. Some children are just really more laid back and mm-hmm. kind of go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's yeah, also really true a lot of times of second kids. I think that's probably why it's more true of like me than my brother, right. you know, because he had five years where it was like just himself. But I'm sorry, are you did you say you're laid back? <laughs> is that did I just I was taking a sip of the spirit. Did you is that what you did? Did I miss that? Did she imply that, that she's, is what she did? That she said that she was a laid back chick. Laid okay, back that chick. is Trumpian levels of false. <laughs> Complete misrepresentation. She's tricking you. It's all part of her leprechaun (laughs) trickiness. You are kind and you are sweet, (laughs) but you are not laid back, my friend. You're also a supermodel. And your daughter's going to be a supermodel. It's really a stretch. It is is so not a stretch. You are absolutely one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my entire life. And when she says stuff like, oh, I feel ugly today, I I get mad at her. Yeah, because you're like, like, listen, listen, you little bitch. You you think you're you think you feel ugly today? <laughs> you think you feel ugly today? <laughs> I think you it's talk really true what they <laughs> Mr. say. Mr. Six and a half every day, McGee. <laughs> oh God, I think you are so. And this is what scares me about Emily going to high school. I think your sense of self is so like deeply rooted in who you were mm-hmm. as an adolescent because I was not the well. Cool my therapist kid. says that I is was the true. loser. Yeah. I was the nerd, and that is when people. It's not that I think I'm hideous. It's just like when people tell me I'm pretty, it doesn't. But honey, I've seen pictures of you from then and you were. Yeah, you're gorgeous. But I'm, regardless of whatever the truth of that was, that was not the case when I was, like, how it was treated when I was growing up. She does have self esteem. friends and struggled to, like, wait, this is actually an amazing point that we're, like, sorry, this just, like, came to me. People say that to me, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yes. I appreciate it, but it just doesn't, but it doesn't compute. It's like people saying, like, oh my God, you're so funny, but you never thought you were funny your whole life. And if it is, like, you are naturally funny. Mm -hmm. I was talking about this with a stand up comedian, and she was saying, like, you could see the funniest stand up in the entire world, Mm -hmm. and you say, you're so funny but no one laughed at his jokes when he was a kid so he still mm. doesn't believe it so he's still like hungry for it you know yeah but what are your thoughts on this okay you're like in my kid world right so i'm gonna like 
ask all the information in I can. What is going to happen to these children that are told everything is perfect about them? And yes, positive affirmation. And like, yes, you didn't win first, but you win best award. What's going to happen to these people? Like, yeah. what's going to happen? Well, I'll, I think uh, there's a little bit of a shift happening, um, at least like some of the parenting books I read and really like, um, where instead of praising the end result, because I don't subscribe to the thought of like every kid gets a medal type of thing, because that's just not how life works, right? Yeah. Um, but instead of praising the results, whether you got first place or, you know, 18th place, mm-hmm. you, you praise the effort. Like, mm-hmm. so if a child put effort into something. That's that's it's, rewarding. It right. should be more about the effort as opposed to, I think, the result. And I do think there is merit to that because I think in real life, I put a lot of effort into what I do every day. Mm-hmm. I am not in competition with anyone else. I'm in my own lane doing it. So my effort is really, like, what counts. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, no, no. That totally makes sense to but me. But I don't know. I mean, I think about because it's also what's going to happen right? to kids I mean, all, that... in every sense. You, it's yeah. interesting. Social media, and it, that's also its own thing. And Is Amelie really good on computers up. and stuff and, like, phones? Because I know little kids that She's can not, just... but only because we don't. I think that that's amazing. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. She <laughs> gets like... a... Uh, she gets an iPad like on planes, right? And sh- that's pretty much a free for all. Uh, she's she's good. At, I mean, she's young. She but, reads. But she little, likes books. She loves books. She, see, she's, she, she can navigate. Like her in- intelligence with my phone is pretty impressive. It's so opinion. impressive what these kids can do. Like she knows yeah. how to find music on Spotify and stuff. Like yeah, it's a little yeah. and the porn. Crazy. No, that's daddy. So wrong. <laughs> I showed, her, I showed her, so this is another thing. We were at that, we were at a party on Saturday night, <laughs> and I showed her gay porn. Do you remember that? Oh, it's so fun. That. This is an interesting segue. <laughs> 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 she's just, she's very, by the way, you know, you're, what, about what you guys are just talking about, you were raised the way that she's talking about, with like lots of, she has like the best parents ever. They're amazing people. But, and she was also like very nurtured constant affirmation right. um, affirmation but i never got first place in well i did really well in school so i suppose that's did, first yeah, place in some like sense a but little student well i say that to make the no, point but in that other like, things I despite all those things place. you still had it sounds like low self-esteem and i i think it's really interesting how i don't know what it is that leads to people having low self-esteem but i also wonder if there's a correlation between low self-esteem and uh, becoming interesting adults, <laughs> because so many of my favorite people and as in adulthood really struggled through um, adolescence and the teen years, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like. Yes, okay. We, I know my mother was any anything I wanted as long as I was good. I got. I was always reinforced with positive affirmation, just like I'm sure you were, but. You know, kids were still assholes mm-hmm. to me yeah, and were still awful. And I, you know, was on the dance team and I was like a super cute kid, like mm-hmm. no big deal. But, you know, mm-hmm. I was. But I still felt that rejection and negativity sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I think what I guess I'm more, more curious about is like, fuck even the parents if being positive and maybe that's not changing the kids. Now kids are taught so much like no bullying and stuff, which I think is great. I'm not saying like there shouldn't be, there should be bullying, Mm -hmm. but it's so different than what we were raised with Mm -hmm. where kids are all so PC. Like also this, are we ever going to have a Dave Chappelle type comedian coming out of that generation? Right. Right. Yeah. You know, there's like so many thoughts about that. I mean, we did an episode kind of premised on all the impacts of, I mean, yeah, I definitely think kids are way I think too coddled, way too protected. I don't think kids are allowed to make mistakes in mm-hmm. the way they used to. There's a lot of upside, I think, because there's like, for example, there's a lot of awareness around mental health. And that's that's a wonderful thing when with the kids now. Yeah, with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what I think I think you also Maybe see more, more so mental health issues. But I also think you end up seeing more mental health issues in later years for these kids who don't know how to be adults or don't have the don't have the grit essentially to go to the next 
kind of or communication like. skills. I also think, right. though, like with the bullying stuff, I think it's a fine line because we we talked a lot about this uh, after we watched that documentary. Um, I love you now, die. Have you seen that? No, the Michelle that? Carter documentary about I'll the girl who it. um, it's on HBO. It's on HBO. Two parts about the girl who um, allegedly basically talked know, her boyfriend into committing suicide. Allegedly, right. yeah. Well, we heard. Yeah, but that was her testimony that they later proved like she wasn't a real, mm-hmm. necessarily reliable source. But anyway, she ended up going to jail mm-hmm. and she ended up being found um, guilty. And mm-hmm. I just think that it's going to set a very interesting precedent for years to come of like how much of a role you can play in someone's suicide when you weren't physically present. Wait, was that um, your point? Wow. No, my no, point. No. My point was that. <laughs> it turned into just a, do- a I think it's review. got. I think some of the bullying stuff. Like, I think it's still going to happen. Oh, come on. Um, Sorry. Because the difference is like when I was in middle school, for example, and was like heavily bullied. Nine Eleven happened when I was in middle school, and my dad's from Afghanistan, so that was the end of me. Oh, shit. Um, and there was only one way to bully someone, and it was at school. So my bullying took place between 8.30 in the morning and until never, 2.30 in the afternoon. And, and never on AIM or anything? Do no, you remember that? I mean, yeah. I do, but I didn't really get active on that until I was in high school. Mm. And it was still – I didn't experience – even though we had, like, AIM, I didn't experience really, like, what I would call cyberbullying. Kids pretty much just didn't want to be friends with me. But after – like, in high school, I don't think I would say, like – they went out of their way to do things like that. It was more just that I wasn't like accepted, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that makes sense. But I think now there's so many different. You can text someone, you can email someone, you can comment on someone's Instagram, someone's Facebook, someone's Twitter, all these other apps that are out there that I don't know at school. Like I just think there's a lot of new avenues to bully people. Do, so will I you think- let your daughter have social media? <laughs> You're talking to the person who I use social media. I hate it. Like I, um, I talk about that with our mutual friend all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like, I like despise the fact and I resent the fact that I'm forced to use it for my work. Like I really do because I'm like, why? Like it used to just be that if you were an actor or in entertainment, that you were the only person that needed social media. And that's not the case anymore. And I hate that. I think it's. And not only that, even if you're an actor, it doesn't mean you're going to get the job because if you don't have a million followers and someone from a random YouTube did. against you. And so um, I really like hate the fact that um, it being used in the way that it is but can we talk Um, about why you need to use it yeah i think that's a great conversation (laughs) why do i need by the way i am (laughs) why do i need to use it by social media i I hate it yeah why are you conflicted i want to get off of it well i think same well but you're good i mean but you're good at it you do a great balance yeah and you're very active with it like i think it's really doing severe harm to our society but then why do you why do you think you do it every day then you know, that's a good question. You spend a lot I ask of time myself on it too, right? that all the time. Well, I feel like for one, for work, it's like free advertisement. It's free advertisement, right? Um, I have control to not put out the things that I see that I really don't like. Like mm-hmm. I'm really sick of this um, like toxic positivity that's out there of just like speaking of mental health. It's like making it. There's certain people on the internet that are making it seem like if you have an issue that can't be fixed by going and getting the Starbucks coffee or telling yourself a positive affirmation that somehow there's something wrong with you. Do you know I did a whole episode on that? Fucking enrages me. Yes. It like in like it. Someone said you should put so post-its mad. on a in a mirror when you brush your teeth to let you know mm-hmm. you're okay. I'm like, try telling that to me when I have a chemical imbalance right. and the other part of Tell, me is trying to like, sure, jump off a cliff and like drive my car. Wait, through. positive it affirmations are not, insane. are not good. No, no they it's are. not that. It's it's this culture it's that, that a lot of people on the internet have created. That's like. That, that makes you oh, think that, that your, your problems is the, is can solve be solved. Right. It's okay. like it's choose, a fix, it's a choose to be happy today. Choose this. Choose that. And it's like, sure, that works. That will work on me if I spill my coffee. Right. And I'm like, you know what? This is not something worth being mad over. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I get that. Or I get a flat tire or something doesn't go right. Absolutely. I think there's totally I- merit to it, but it fucking enrages me. When you're dealing with people who are – struggling with really 
like severe severe issues and mental health issues and problems it's like I think it does such a disservice and I think that's the piece of social media that I hate and I think that is maybe a reason why I stay on it because whether it's something that I put out there in terms of like motherhood it's like I'm trying to not do that I've never once posted anything related to motherhood that makes it look like if you'll notice there's no pictures of me and my kid anywhere where it's like we're in matching outfits and we look mm-hmm, perfect mm-hmm. and we have filters on mm-hmm. and I've facetuned our faces and we're in front of the Christmas tree and like there's nothing wrong with that I just think when that's all you put out there and that's your depiction of what your life is yeah it's really a shame for people that are actually going through real struggles do you do you enjoy social media I fucking love it I hate it you know what I love it but it there is parts that depress me about it there's parts that anger me. Mm-hmm. It used to be back in the day that I was so frustrated that I was losing jobs to girls who were in quote unquote insta famous, mm-hmm. whether they basically just be half naked and that's They're why they had followers. Influencers. influencers. My favorite job title. Yes, exactly. Like stuff mm-hmm. like that it used to frustrate me. But the reason why I chose to even just do this show alone is because of what you were saying. Right. These people are using it as a hashtag to get followers with mental health, or it's like a buzzword, you know, whatever you want to call it. I think it's a buzzword. <laughs> but they're trying to use the mental health to be bigger and oh better and because become people. Yeah. And I've had people where I've gotten in altercations with over this because they'll be like, hashtag, like, do this for your best life. And I'm like, why don't you try to tell me mm-hmm. that when I can't get out of bed yeah. and I'm looking at a bottle of pills that I would rather take than get up and get a fucking cup of coffee? Well, it's like the term self-care that right. actually is a really, there is a lot of merit right. to actually mm-hmm. practicing self-care, right? But this world of Instagram and Sorry, all this self-care fake news, by definition is... like. Taking care of yourself in the sense of like sometimes you need to take a step back. You need yeah. to meditate, take a bath. Uh, like I'm if I said, just like Ruby, I'm feeling things, very frustrated yes. today. Like, can you take Amelie for an hour so I can mm. like go to the gym or Which I can I do, do something or whatever? Which you do all. I'm such a good husband. You're yeah. a great husband. But I think it's doing a like, first of all, it's doing harm to the actual practice of self-care, which there is a lot of merit to. Mm -hmm. And second of all, it's all this like fake news out there that's like self-care is the key to all things. And it's like, tell that to the single mom uh, raising four kids to go self-care her way through the day. Like, it's like, no. You know what it is? It's a rich luxury to have self-care. It's a luxury. So yeah, my 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 is. my social media situation is that, and maybe it's just that I need to go private. I think that maybe. That's well, I went I private, so that was a because, big. I did because mm-hmm. I kind of like. It's like I, I, I on the one hand I feel like I should be on social media, but I don't think that bothers me that much as much as I, I do every now and then. Like I would say once every couple of weeks I'll get on there. Like I I like am, I don't use it that much. You know that. I rarely get on there. I rarely post. But it does make me feel like I have, for all purposes, like very workaholic tendencies. Mm -hmm. And I I really close myself off. Like, I just disappear. I mean, it's basically just me and her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. And and our daughter. Yeah. And and so I think it makes me feel. And the dog. And the the dog. dog. And it makes me feel connected to something. Because you're present. Yeah, it does. Well, no, I'm saying social media makes oh, me feel like Oh, social media I'm, makes Like, I'm still ah, not I totally see. missing out on the party. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I mostly, like, don't... Like, but do you feel like you need it for your work? A, a, a little bit, and that's something that, like... I mean, look, I, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm increasingly not feeling that way at all. Hmm. And, and I, I think I'm actually very close to another level in my career in terms of like where I'm going to get more followers and mm-hmm. like, and I, and I'm, and I'm increasing, look, maybe I'm wrong by the way, but you're going to get all of India to follow you. But it does feel true. like, it does feel like I have a lot of kind of big things happening. Right, right, right. And, and it's, it's a possibility at least. And right. So, and, and when you do what we do, you think a lot about, uh, cause at any given moment, your entire life could change mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily a great no thing. Like I'm not looking forward to, to fame, even though for all purposes, I'm aggressively aiming for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think with social media, I, I'm increasingly realizing that, like, I don't really, first of all, I don't get much from 
likes and comments. Like I, I, I don't feel like that you thing don't that get people that talk rush. about. That thing either. that people yeah. talk about, I don't Mm-mm. get. I actually don't get it. In fact, I, and and similarly, like if I get recognized at the airport or something like that, like like she's been with me. I get, I get when I've been recognized and stuff. I'm not one of those guys that really yeah. gets anything from it. Like, mm. I mean, I'm not. I'm nice, right? Yeah, for sure. And and I'm grateful. I understand what it means, but like, it doesn't negatively affect my day. It doesn't positively affect my day. It just is what it is. Yeah. And so I feel like, but and so I feel like all social media can bring me is like mainly negative. <laughs> I, right. I don't know what positive it can bring me. I guess. Well, I think what. the positive that it can bring you is I think. Okay, so you have a show that you're off to go and film. It's called Messy, right? Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. It's going to be an Indian production. You're going to move there for a little bit and kind of get and into Indians that. get followers, and like in the millions, yes, immediately. So that's what I'm and saying. And that is something I've thought about. No, yeah. so that's why I'm like. that's a big business opportunity. It's a huge yeah. business. And I think what's really cool about social is here's an opportunity where you can kind of behind the scenes show your journey, if you will, uh-huh. in India of your whole like what it's like to be shooting a show in India, yeah. well, you know, stop from you right an American's there. point of view. There's one issue with that because that's a great idea. Yeah. One of the reasons why I, pro- I don't have many followers, I think right now even, is because I'm not good. Like I don't post. No, no, <laughs> it no. It doesn't but, occur but, to me. But you'll now be conscious and aware no. that this. No, but I think that you <laughs> should have someone follow you and do it. I honestly think Maybe so my because assistant can do it because well, we it look, would be I just so saw my cool CNN for me to watch Which should have been a huge deal social media wise. I think I posted twice. One of which was just her taking a nap on my lap in Japan. <laughs> it didn't even show Japan. It was just like. <laughs> well, no, but also, I think the behind the scenes is going to be really cool because someone who's like a big fan of India. Okay. I don't yeah. I, I would love to immerse myself in that culture. And even if you don't film it and you're not posting, mm-hmm. because let me tell you, 90% of the celebrities out there that are doing these behind the scenes shit someone else is, is not them. It? Someone else is doing it, filming them. So even if. But then like, how do they get that person's voice? Like I have a very specific. Well, no, they'll follow you around. No, but then the the captions. I mean, I think you know. Look, my. But it's not even my fans. Do an expect Insta story. every three months something that's crafted. You know. Yes, but see, that's every three you. months that's they your... see a picture of my wife no. and uh, it's you a kind of funny insult about her, and yeah. they expect that. Well, you think they expect that, <laughs> <laughs> and they that's deserve called that. narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> A disease I share with you. Maybe I should do that. No, but I'm telling you because I'm someone that would sit there and watch it and be like, this is so fucking cool. Like, sure. I know someone who is there experiencing Mm -hmm. this. It's something I would like to do, but Mm -hmm. I'm not, even if I were to go to India, I'm not going to be there shooting a show that's produced by Netflix and like running this. I think even if you did it for a couple days, I just, I'm going to say like throw out there and do that. But let me ask this. What is the fulfillment? Like, okay. I understand from a business perspective how that's a great idea. And by the way, the thing you just explained to me has been explained to me repeatedly by my managers and agents over the last few years in general. I think the reason why I have trouble doing it is because I'm not actually motivated to get followers. If I could figure out a way to do it in a way where I'm actually like... Where you're monetizing it? If I'm monetizing Mm -hmm. it immediately... Or, but more importantly, if I'm like, this is cool. This mm-hmm. is like, I'm, like that's that's what drives me in general. Like, with everything I'm doing, it's like, oh, the experience of it is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and I and I I have trouble seeing what the fun is of it. Like, I, like in my like what I've tried to think is like, oh, like social media is just another platform. It's a it's an art form. Mm-hmm. Like, it is. Oh, like I can, yeah. I, I, it should be my personal gallery of experience. But like, it doesn't have to be that curated and that perfect and. Dude, think of it this way. Okay, I I get the management and everyone saying this. But you get to experience something that 90% of your followers, whether they even be your friends, aren't going to be able to experience. Mm -hmm. So don't treat it as, oh, you know, if a certain amount of people don't watch the story or a certain amount of people don't like it, like, fuck that. Like, do it for your friends who want to, like, see what you're doing. Because Mm -hmm. what you're doing is an experience that I'm not going to be able to do. Mm Mm-hmm. So treat it that way. Oh, that's interesting. Food for thought. Food so for thought. That's what I'm here it, for. So I'm doing it <laughs> as, a, as a favor to the people I love. Yeah. Which I will say that is something that has motivated me. Like when I like when I'll post something mm-hmm. about work, it's like because I know that is one of the things like I've had like people in my family express like, s- I mean, not serious pain, but like no, when their feelings but hurt yeah. when they didn't know 
like I'm not really good about advertising when I'm doing stuff. And, and this is an advertisement. That's what you have to remember. No, but I'm saying then I can, yeah. this can feel like like I'm like at least letting people in on what I'm doing because yeah. the fact of the matter is most people in my life who aren't in entertainment are super excited about yeah. about the fact that I'm doing this thing that's that they see that they mm-hmm. like. Um, Maybe it could be that. But then I could still go private even under that. Yeah, but you concept. can't because it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. It's not about the big group. Yeah. yeah. It's about you sharing your experience because mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. Okay. What if yeah. I do it right now? And I, I think you should do it right do now. Do it right now. <laughs> I like it's social media like that to a, to a certain extent. Can like, we talk about you being a actress slash changing the world of children's mental health? Because that's what you're doing with sleep. Sure. Um, because we've talked about this before, just like on a side note about mental health and children and how it was never really talked about when we were kids. And yeah. I wasn't diagnosed till I was 22. And mm-hmm. my father and grandmother, no one was diagnosed. And I had asked you another time what the school system, even though Amelie is still, you know, just going to be three. Sure. Like, are people discussing if a kid seems to have signs of... Um, borderline or a sign mm-hmm. of bipolar or, you know, ADD or mm-hmm. autism. Yeah. Are these things that are aware, like that that parents are aware of and more in tune and in touch with? Or is it still kind of not there yet? I think it's, I think it's both. I think that we, I'm reminded sometimes of the bubble that we live in. Um, because I, my instinct would that be that being answer, Los Angeles, yeah, kind of, right. that being Los Angeles. Um, my instinct is to say, yeah, people are really, really aware of it because I do know a lot of people that are really, really aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that it's everywhere, but I think it start has to start somewhere and it always trickles down and you know makes its way elsewhere. But I think education is becoming more readily available. I think that new parenting books are talking about mental health more and more. I think they're emphasizing communication between parents and children mm-hmm. um, and things like positive reinforcement and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think a lot of this in there is really good. You know, I don't think it's it's necessarily like too focused it. on so praising. It took, or, wow. so yes. it took a long. Wow. That's how slow I yes. am. Yes. Wow. That's how slow he I am. He did it, everyone. It took me, was that like 10 minutes that it took that me to do like that? That was like maybe a minute. That was and maybe half like 30 two, seconds, but yeah. it was great. It was okay. great. You did sorry, it. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. It. No, Success. I'm happy for you too. I am a <laughs> private you're private. Can I just Privatized. delete Twitter? But the thing is, I like reading news on Twitter. No, I'm sorry don't delete I it. You. You don't delete it. Saying. Don't sorry. delete it. Don't delete she it. Says don't We're just talking it. about children and health and mental health. And most um, importantly, how did think, you even get into this? Well, I think to, to tie up the mental yeah, health. Yeah, sorry, thing, tie it up. I I, I'm like all over the place. It's a, it's a fine line because as I'm learning, um, you know, children's brains are not fully developed. So. They can have really extreme tantrums, and that can be f- totally normal. Um, it's hard to know, I think, sometimes when you're in it, what's normal. Um, and I've struggled with that with Amelie. You know, I have had anxiety and struggled with anxiety since I was a kid. So sometimes I see things in her, and it's almost like me putting my own lens on it of like, oh, my God. You know, oh, no, did she get that thing from me that I really didn't want her to get? But did your parents see that in in you or they could see that you had anxiety when you were a kid? I don't think so. Mm. I really don't think so. I look back and I think that I was a really – they're very aware, but I think uh, when I was a young kid, I think – I think it's really hard as a parent to know. I think it's really hard to like um, to to know what's quote normal, you know. Um, and I don't think that they did until I was probably a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has been something I've struggled with for a really long time. Um, and I certainly don't think when I was a kid I was necessarily open about it uh, to the way to the degree that I probably would be now. Um, but I think with kids, I think there is more education. I think that people are starting to understand the value of things like practicing mindfulness and meditation, um, physical activity, eating really well, which is obviously, I mean, a huge passion of mine just in terms of kids and like what they're consuming and how that kind of affects them. Um, and sleeping and sleeping. And And that's what you're in. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I'm doing it as I really believe, um, 
I, I believe what I'm doing now is like a very symbiotic, you know, has a symbiotic relationship to what I'm doing in the therapy world. And mm-hmm. so, um, I and think just so sleep, everyone knows you are an actress, you have been an actress for years. Yes. And this is kind of the bonus level of your life that you are kind of, you're like turning into another sort of butterfly, if you will. Yeah, I think this is definitely like a very defined new chapter mm-hmm. for me. Um, I feel really I mean it's evolved just confident so you know what about, you're doing. Yeah, I think thank you. I think um I think I feel really confident, you know, that this is like the path I'm supposed to be on for right now. Um She's so good. But at it. I, I really love she it. Is. And I wanted to do it for a long time. The sleep stuff I didn't come about till I had a kid and I really realized that uh her lack of sleep and my lack of sleep, uh and sometimes his lack of sleep right um what just had a really strong impact on our life i mean when we were fighting the most was when we were both insanely sleep deprived well and that happens in in any relationship there's no sleep yeah Yeah. and when i felt really like at the lowest i think i've ever been was also when i was getting no sleep Hmm. It's it's really hard to function for a long time on no sleep and so i feel really like passionate and and good about the work that I'm doing sort of bring sleep back into these people's lives you know and is it are you gonna write a book how are you what is it that people when they follow you on social it's a great question how can they what are they gonna learn I'm still trying to figure (laughs) it out I just created I mean it took everything in you know in me I just created how confusing all this shit is because it's it's so confusing I just created a separate Instagram and I was like why would you do that just just use your normal Instagram she's like I need a separate Instagram I need to I need you to, like, I feel really <laughs> weird about putting that kind of stuff on my personal social media. I feel really weird about my friends seeing it. I feel weird about, like, getting judgment from it, from, like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. Um, I also feel weird about posting stuff of, like, my daughter that, like, clients will see. That feels weird. Right. I No, well, I get that. I don't that's really like, like well, people the to know what I'm doing on the weekends. One. Right, right. It's different. It's a business. It's Yeah. I want to maintain that, like, you know, that line. And also with therapy stuff, because I start seeing patients in January, I also basically... Oh I God, really that's know, so exciting. Well, she exciting. already sees people as a pediatric sleep consultant. Well, yeah, but they're not pedi- patients. It's a different... Yeah, different as a pediatric sleep consultant, though, you see a lot of people... And they I do. I are, see people all throughout the week. And um, I just don't... I, I think it's important to keep that line of like this is my personal and like this is professional you know what I mean but I like resent the fact that I had to create that so I don't know what people are going to get from me because I'm still fucking trying to figure it out but what is it for for people who want to be on this sleep chapter with you yeah Mm -hmm. for kids yeah for the people who are out there who have kids or just in general want to learn about this yeah what are they going to benefit by learning more about Mahali Patel's like full story like yeah. what are they going to learn? Well, I think one of the things I try to do the most with my clients is really educate them. Like my goal is for them to not need me. Mm-hmm. So I try to educate them to get them to the point where they can make choices for themselves and feel confident in those choices and not be second guessing themselves all the time of like when they should do this and what they should be doing and you know what I mean? This totally. came this came out this whole that. this whole career path almost came out of her being the person in everyone, like literally all of her friends, all of my friends. She's my therapist. Wives, she's everyone's therapist. <laughs> yeah. When when she became a mother, she was she was rolling calls like fifteen a day of different moms. Asking her for advice. I'm like, we, I know. What? We have to monetize. What is going? She's my guru. And so I think the other part of the answer to your question is that. She is naturally lives a uh, inspirational lifestyle, like oh, that's as, very nice. as a woman, as a mother, as a wife. She's always she's always uh, a caretaker and whatever. She's a caretaker. She's, and she's, right. pay, she's also just uh, she's paying attention. She's mm-hmm. she's she reads a lot of like, in my opinion, maybe too much. She mm-hmm. reads she <laughs> she you know, she knows all things health and wellness and she just also has a great deal of discipline in her life uh, i mean we're exact opposites in that sense i mean she which is why yeah. you guys She's are the like best perfect little, <laughs> yeah yeah it's why you guys are the best um so i think that's probably what people can get from her is just like um i mean i i, I you you have no interest in doing this but she would be the kind of person that would be like a great kind of lifestyle blogger because she does <laughs> live a life that 
Yeah, she has no You'd interest. be a lifestyle influencer. Well, no, I will say this. My dream. Your dream. I will say this. I yeah. think that you would be perfect, A, to have a podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. thanks. Because it would be easy to just kind of have mm-hmm. it there in the home just to kind of talk about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, I think what you're going to end up finding is going to happen very fast is you're going to have so many clients that do follow you all over America, all over the world, and you're going to be opening up like centers in different areas and you're going to end up becoming yeah. a teacher and that's you're going so to teach people that's how what to we do that's that. What I, and we are, my, by the way, doing starting a podcast next year. My so there's two, dream. You, you nailed it. That was very I'm like clear. I'm like, nailed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my Call dream Cleo. is to open a wellness center for moms where it's like right. a one-stop shop where they can kind of get everything that they need. Because that Physical doesn't health, exist. mental health. No. I mean, if it does, and I would love to know about it. Are we still doing this together? Because the way you talked um. about it just now made it sound like <laughs> your own thing. I'm sorry. Are you a mom? Am I in on this? Oh, you're going to open this wellness center on your own? <laughs> no, Sweetheart? I'm not. He's going to Sweetheart? <laughs> Sweetheart? <laughs> Vice president of Crumble Under Pressure? You're going to do this without <laughs> me? <laughs> I am not a business person. Yeah. And that I, is why and you I guys don't are the perfect have match. any desire to be. I know what I don't know, and I don't know. Yeah, but that's because you're a creative, and you know exactly what related. you need to know. And what you need to know is to change mother and fathers' yes. lives with their kids. No, yeah. it's going to be. I awesome. want a full service. I can't wait to have a kid just help. so you can take care of it. <laughs> like Ravi, get excited! You and you're literally gonna have everyone run. in our lives. Like, <laughs> so many texts. I have a quick, can we come back to my social media profile real quick? Oh, yes. Sorry, what's your name again? Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Do you have Instagram and can you look up to see if my thing is private? It's, <laughs> it's, show, it's show me the Ravi. And I'm wondering, <laughs> wh- what? Here's my he question. Was so no, he sad. Didn't, right? Here's this my question. So Here's my question. Do I still, I'm, I'm going to get, um, maybe I won't, but I'm assuming I'm going to get some requests still. Yeah. Do I every now and then check them and let people in? Because in effect, I'm just not. I'm just making it more difficult for people. Then, does that? I can't tell. Is that private? It's wow. private. Cool. Wow. Cool. Does it? He did it. What do you? Can I ask you, Mackenzie? Uh, <laughs> offhand, how does it make you feel to see a private guy like that? <laughs> I guess I do have a microphone. Um, not interested. Yeah. <laughs> And you were like, I'm good. Keep moving on. Yeah, yeah. because it's yeah. like, what is, but, what, but, is but, okay. what is he hiding? What is he hiding? Okay, well, first of all, I appreciate your honesty. I would say that is what I'm going for, right? Uh, so I should never check requests yeah. and never accept them, we correct? We should check them in case they're friends of yours. Except here's the thing. But then how do I know if they're my friends? Narcissism is going to kick in. And you're going to be like, shit, I'm really famous in India. Yes. This is the time to get sponsorships. That's what I'm worried about. This is the time to get sponsorships. You're right, though. And by the way, if narcissism won't, let me tell you something. This sweetheart's a real capitalist, okay? She (laughs) loves money. Listen, if we're going to be in the social media game, he might as well be monetizing it. What is wrong with that? Let's get Casper mattresses. Let's get Bright Smile toothpaste. Let's get those, what are those, away luggages? I'm like, send me those luggage. She loves money. The other day I sat on the sofa. The other day I was sitting on the sofa resting, and it's not a common thing for me because I've been working a lot. Yeah. Hard work. So I'm doing a second project in addition to the Netflix thing while I'm in India. This is the CNN show? No. Oh, shit. So I'm doing a doc. Documentaries while I'm there, okay? So I'm t- I was telling Mahaley, I'm like, oh, is this a mistake? Should I not yeah. do this? I need to rest. Oh, this and Mahaley goes, yeah, you news. could use a rest. And then she goes, but we need the money. You know, <laughs> we could use not it. What and said. also, little known fact, she happened to be, she was sitting next to me, laptop, yeah. Abercrombie.com. What do you making mean Abercrombie.com? What I mean is she's that's making money like, and she's wait, spending that's money. That's how I feel like this story is totally false. It this is a true I story. Where you want I'm going to give you the Washington you Post <laughs> version of this story. Okay. So it Mackenzie, is true that he did ask quick fire. me. Who do you believe? Me or Mahaley? Wow. She's wow. going to go okay. I love the cat. Ma- so that's over two with you, Mackenzie. One more strike and we're done. Okay. What I said was... Mm-hmm. He took one sentence out of a long paragraph. <laughs> I said, listen, you're there. You obviously want to do this. This is the time where you have no responsibilities in terms of like no okay. kid, no wife, like no sense of like needing to be home at a certain time. Yeah. You might as well do it. 
and afford yourself the ability to like no. come home and truly rest no. after, right. as opposed to coming home and feeling like you. Because no. I know right. him. Be quiet. But wait, the first but, sentence was but, we need on. the money. That hold is on. not. But the most first importantly, were you on Abercrombie? Yes, and I'm going to tell you why. Because that is what I took the podcast right here. But I'm going to tell you why. Is this where you can you edit it? So this is the end of the episode right here. Thank you. I got a shockingly delightful Sherpa sweater from there. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I'm about that. I'm and about that. And it was on that. sale for $30. And I, I so am going to tell you it's actually delightful. Like, okay. shockingly delightful. Because okay. I, I have not shopped at Abercrombie sweater. since I was Yeah, 15. I was about to say, like, okay. we were, but they're we really, always like, sweaters. Barbie, that could be your next job for money. If you can be the guy that stands in front of the store yeah, yeah, and Abercrombie shirtless. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Abercrombie's so, doing a complete marketing pivot. <laughs> we are now Looking using. For fathers. We're going from Real hot shirtless yeah. models to guys you don't want to fuck <laughs> at all. So he's like, shirtless, I want pudgy forty-year-old Indian dudes. He's in like, I want one of those Sherpa pullovers. And I was like, well, I just bought it from Abercrombie. And it was on sale for $30, which is a great price yeah. for a Sherpa pullover. Yeah. Okay? It is a good price. And I was like, I'll go on the men's. So after I said my lovingly response to right. him of no, like, you that, might as well okay, so afford yourself not a loving the ability to come home and rest and all these things. Nope. I, I was on Abercrombie.com. <laughs> Nope. Nope. <laughs> shopping nope. for this asshole yeah. and they did not have it in men's and oh. I did not buy it so there yeah, was there were no we'll find you a Sherpa somewhere else he, Look, well, he got one from J. Crew exactly and then I had to return it because it was not cute we'll get you a Sherpa we're, it's the Sherpa business again it's out. at we're show out. me the Ravi on Instagram <laughs> and just request me and we'll get you in there okay welcome I have, to wait, my but curated community I have one final question before you guys leave okay okay what makes you wake up in the morning and continue on with your life? Mm. Go. Who first? <laughs> I'll go first. If you don't want to go, you look. You look. Well, scared. I know your answer. She gets up at five a.m. every day, so she can't wait to get up and just get shit done. She's yeah. making her list. She has her latte. Sorry, I'm she's like, like Santa. Explaining your answer. She's like, like Santa. Santa. You are like Santa. And she's I do <laughs> make a latte. I have a Breville machine. That's like really the highlight of my day. Um. Besides the obvious, which is like my husband, my kid, my dog, okay? All of whom are still sleeping. All of whom are still sleeping, which is like the best. Which is really what motivates you to get up at five because we are still sleeping. Because it's the only time I really get alone. Like truly alone. Truly. Um, I have never felt such a sense of confidence that I feel now in terms of what I'm doing in my professional life. But it's twofold. It's not just like confidence that I'm succeeding in what I want to be doing it's like confidence that it's like what I'm supposed to be doing and mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had that I didn't have it as an actor do you feel I like loved just what in I your stomach doing. where you're like this is it yeah and I feel like I'm really good at it I don't I, it's the first time in my life I've never questioned and I'm sure that I will like I of course questioned it on like a micro level. I more mean like I've never questioned it on a macro level. Mm -hmm. Like I know that there will be times I fail, but I know that this is like what I'm supposed to be doing. And I just don't think I've ever had that feeling. Yeah. So it's motivating. Do you know, honestly, I feel that same. I feel that exact same way in regards to, um, in regards to the mental health field where I'm like, Oh shit. Like it took me to go through suicidal tendencies two attempts to do all this stuff to finally feel like this is what obviously acting is my still number one love, but this is why I feel the acting all came to this. So I can use that platform. Like Mm -hmm. we were talking about. Yeah. No, I want to hear your, all the things, all the studies on happiness say that like the key to happiness is essentially whatever it is that helps you create connectedness, which is a symbiotic relationship. So it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, acting's a wonderful thing, but it is a mostly selfish, abusive endeavor. And, you know, what you're doing here is something where you're, it's a two-way street. Like, you're getting a community, you're learning about yourself, you're you're also helping other people. It's the best feeling in the world. It's like the most, it's like the purest transaction Mm -hmm. of happiness that, a person can ask for the next person. What makes me get up? Truthfully, I'm like I'm like I'm like weirdly high functioning and lazy at the same time. So mm-hmm. my mornings are really slow. So what makes me get up is whatever I'm late for, or Haley is making me get up for. Right. But like, I have a tough time <laughs> self-starting in the morning. And then once I go, like, 
I pick up a lot of momentum mm-hmm. and I go really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, Although he and Amelie are in a really cute, like, little tradition. I kind of send her – the great thing about three-year-olds is you can send them to do things, and they like to do things. So I'll be like, it's time to go wake Dad up. And she <laughs> – um, he does this thing with the covers where like he puts the covers over them and she calls it the tent. So she's like, I want to go read my books in the tent with daddy. Aww. And it's so it's cute. Awesome. It's great. You guys. So that's a really sweet thing. No, I want a baby. I love so it can do things up. for me. She can be a little bit of a bitch though. Like this morning, in fact, I'm like so thirsty for attention. Like this morning I was already up. I was Ruby's in my bed. So like doing emails and stuff. I heard her coming upstairs and going to her bedroom and I go and I yell out, Oh no, don't wake me up. <laughs> no. Don't surprise me. And then I just keep saying things that I think might get her attention. She ends up coming over and closing my door. No. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Amelie, should we go wake daddy up? She goes, no. I was like, okay. She yeah, came whatever. up and she, like, Ruffy, maybe like, she'll follow your Instagram if you do a good story. <gasps> I'll guarantee you she would she would follow me just to unfollow me. That's the kind of attitude she has. She's my kind of girl. She's not gonna be allowed on Instagram. She's for my kind 30 of girl. years. <laughs> well, I can't thank you guys enough for coming on the show and doing this. No, you're the best. You guys are fun. the best. Um the best. how can everyone follow you guys? Mm, they can't. Well, I guess for now, <laughs> Well, how can they follow <laughs> Mahaley's new business? Yeah, y'all can follow Mahaley. Truthfully, Mahaley is the family social because she actually posts. She does all three of you guys. She does everybody. Sure, yeah. if you're really but, nice, I might let you into my private. But I want to know, how can we find I have like a the new business venture? Well, they're both Mahaley Patel. What? Okay, so everyone look for Mahaley Patel. There's one that's private. There's one that's private and one that's public. Do you let everyone public. follow you? No. Everyone gets in? No. How do you if decide? If it's very obvious that it is a mom looking for sleep help, I will let them in. How do you identify a mom <laughs> looking for sleep help? You just look you for like bags on no, she looks at the profile <laughs> picture. She looks at the profile <laughs> picture. She's like, oh, this woman looks unhappy. She looks at the profile picture. Or it'll picture. tell you if like somebody that you know follows that person. Right. So I'll look at that, right. you know. Right. But no, I mostly don't let. Well, Should we'll I have also a only let in moms that look like tired? Moms that have bags under their eyes. No, 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 dads that have bags. All that entire yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have a link, and then I'll have a link to the website, and we'll have all of that. And, and then... to Ruby's private. I wonder if I only let in short people. I would legit do that. Where I was <laughs> like, like you have to nobody, tell me your height. nobody under five, nobody under over five, six gets in. Okay, I would so everyone's going to direct in. message you, but they have to be a dude. If you're okay, no bitch okay, is so allowed to DM. Here are the rules. Here are the rules. Only dudes. Either, either, Bags e- either, eyes. either you know someone who already follows right. me. Okay. Sure. Or if you are five, six, and under. Okay. Do we need to say this again because of this? No, you're no? good. If you're five, six, and under, and you message me your height, I will let you in. Okay. Deal. So guys, everyone, like check that out. No, because I have I identify I with this. short people. He identifies as a short person. And I, I'll be honest, I don't care for tall people. Judgy. Judgy too. Judgy. I'm not judgy. I'm resentful. Resentful. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. All right. See you. Bye. <laughs>